This is Brian Bailey, Chief Marketing and Experience Officer with Metro Inclusive Health. You're listening to Inclusivity and Beyond, subjects that impact the health and wellness of our community. So welcome, everybody. Hello. Happy Friday, TGIF. We know it's about around happy hour time. So welcome to Metro Metro Inclusive Health Podcast, our inclusivity and beyond. Um, So this is one of our many, many fun and inclusive conversations, which is always geared towards sexual health and wellness. Well, not always sexual health. I'm just used to talking about sexual health all the time. So whenever I start talking about health, I feel like sex has to go in there. So my apologies. Um, But tonight we are addressing dating and looking and feeling good. Uh, We're talking about friendships and fellowships and protecting yourself. So we're going to be talking about exploring things from guys' perspectives and things like that. So I have two of my colleagues here with me. Um, they're going to do an amazing job and sharing some of their personal experiences in dating and fashion and all of that good stuff. So myself, I'm Prashard Williams. I am a lead prevention specialist at Metro Inclusive Health. And I also have Pablo, who works with me in the prevention and sexual health department, and the amazing Evan over there in Tampa, championing, championing the uh, PrEP program. He is the PrEP navigator at Metro Inclusive Health. So y'all stop through and see him over there in Tampa. So y'all go ahead and say hey, everybody. So Pablo, you go first. Sweet. Hey, everybody. Uh, My name is Pablo. I'm a prevention sexual health specialist here in St. Petersburg. I mean, I'm really excited to be here to share all of my experiences and my uh, fashion tips. So, okay. (laughs) Hey, everybody. My name is Evan, as you can see, and um, I'm the uh, prep navigator over in the Tampa office in Ybor City. Uh, I'm excited to be here as well to talk, uh, not spill too much tea, but I'm going to give y'all enough to, you know, for the podcast. Yeah, just a little, you know, sample, a little taste. Un poquito. All right. So, you know, and, and like I said, both of these gentlemen have uh, a wide range of professional and personal experiences. So this is going to be a really, really good chat. So I hope that y'all are ready. Um, and are you two gentlemen ready? Because I'm ready to start. Yeah, let's go ahead. All right. Let's get it going. So our first topic, y'all, is dating. Now, I want to make it clear. The reason, not it's not the only reason, but the reason why, one of the reasons why I'm hosting this and carrying on this conversation is because I'm actually married. So I've been out of the game for a little while. So it would have been a little difficult for me to be able to share and weigh in on some of these topics when I've been off the market for so long. So I'm going to hear from these gentlemen here, and I'm going to live a little vicariously through some of them as well. So again, dating, y'all. So Let's talk about our approaches to dating. What what are some of y'all approaches? Who want to jump in first? Um, so I'm actually in a relationship right now, but I'm also a Sagittarius, so kind of single. In a little. Okay. But anyway, um, okay. I would definitely say. <laughs> um, I would say that now, um, in the age of coronavirus, and also even before this happened, I think um, online dating has been very like streamlined. So whether it's on like Bumble or Tinder um, and all the other various apps out there. Um, I think that is the new normal now. So I think that is one of the biggest and best ways to get involved with dating. Okay. How about you, Evan? Oh, well, dating for me, um, breaking news, I'm actually in a relationship as well. Um, but it's a, it's a fresh relationship. And I that's not to say that I don't still have a litany of stories that I can go through. But um, 
dating has always, I would say I was pretty much been the same, always just be myself because I know that I don't want to ever end up in a relationship with somebody that I've kind of laid a foundation of, a false foundation essentially, um, and kind of have to keep that up in a relationship and right. do that, of course. So my approach has always just kind of been to be myself, which is easy for me to do. And um, and yeah, just kind of kind of go from there and make sure I'm finding the right person, um, you know, just be, be. Right, being yourself. I mean, everybody else taking, so that makes a little sense. It makes more right. sense I mean, to me, uh, be yourself. So Pablo, you said something that um, is it's a little off script, but not really because you already kind of took it there because I feel like with dating, um, and, and this is only a question coming from me, um, I think when, when people think dating, and we I've had this conversation multiple times with my friends when we think dating, is there a specific way to date? You know, is there a traditional method for dating? Because although you were joking and you were like, you know, I'm kind of single, but really, no, I'm not. But, you know, <laughs> for some people, that is a thing because some yeah. people dating as just that, you know, I'm, I'm only dating. That doesn't mean I'm completely off of the market. So I just wanted to ask that question for both of y'all, because even you said, Evan, you were like, you know, this is fairly new. This is fairly fresh. So some people who are in those beginning stages of dating don't necessarily see that as a full commitment. So what are your what are your thoughts on that? I think it kind of goes towards like drawing a line of like what you can and can't do, I suppose. Okay. Uh, so I feel like flirting with other people, a little friendly flirting is okay. I think it's harmless. Okay. Um, and yeah, I think it just comes down to the couple themselves, like what they see as appropriate for the relationship. What about you, Evan? Um, well, if we're talking about um, kind of like what's appropriate in, in the approach, I I have personally always found it hard, or a little difficult to date multiple people at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm the type to always just put my, uh, I, get as bad as, as good or bad as it is, I put all my eggs in one basket essentially mm -hmm. and, and just try to put all of it there. I, I'm really not here to say whether that is good or bad. I, I can definitely give you examples on why you probably shouldn't do that because <laughs> putting all of your eggs in that one basket and they break easy. So, right. so I think that um, it really, like uh, Pablo was saying, you do have to kind of gauge it with the other with the other party. Um, you don't want to just kind of be leaving somebody not knowing what to expect from you because that's of course going to, like I said, that foundation is very important when it comes to relationships. So. So, um, I mean, again, ultimately it comes down to those parties, but if you want to date multiple people, just make sure that the other in individual involved knows what's going on. Yeah. Very good point. Straightforward with it. Right, very good points. And, and, and that's kind of what I was looking for because that's how the conversation always goes whenever I'm talking to my friends about it. You know, um, some people see dating as just that dating, and then some people see committing to one another and being in a relationship as something totally yeah. different. Regardless, communication is the key. Um, like you said, not leaving that other person out in the dark, um, having them thinking that, you know, y'all on y'all way to a wedding ring, white pack, white picket fence, you know, and kids and stuff. When mm -hmm. and ultimately you over here like that's just my friend, <laughs> you know, um, so good points. Good points. So, Pablo, again, you did uh, kind of take us in this direction a little bit. Um, I think you were talking about where dating kind of takes place and where people are meeting. And that was going to be the next question where do you find a date when you all were on the market what was it like for some of us it was a little earlier <laughs> so <laughs> um i think for me like the more serious type of relationships i found on um tinder or 
they were through like personal like friendships that I already established like through school or through work um and that's really where I found a lot of them um and I know like there is like this giant idea around like specific apps and like what you're looking for in specific apps um so like grinder I know some people were like how are you so I can look for love on grinder but I think you know there are some opportunities for people to do that um but yeah I feel like online uh, and in person like personal relationships has been the best for me so far gotcha how about you Evan? same thing I mean I uh, I'm I was while Papa was talking sitting over like oh my god please find one example of what you didn't find a <laughs> BGC Live, any of those things, but um, with BGC Live, what's that? Uh, oh. BGC Live, oh, you don't know about BGC? Well, uh, you are, are you are younger, you are younger, okay, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore, or maybe it does, I'm not sure, but um, but yeah, that's actually why I, BGC Live is actually where I um met my first boyfriend. Um, I mean, I, I don't, it was. Well, I, I just literally in that half a second just went through the whole relationship in my head. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say that you can find good or bad. On, you can find a cheater in Walmart and you can find a love of your life on, on AFA. So mm. find them, it, it really doesn't matter. But you definitely want to make sure that it all comes back down to communication. I feel like everything that I say today is going to end on making sure that your partner and the person that you're dealing with knows what is up. And uh, make sure you're asking questions as well. And, and make sure that you are getting sufficient answers for you, because if you um, even are asking questions and you're uh, getting answers that really aren't sufficient, you should pay attention to that. So um, just make sure that the communication is uh, happening, number one, and make sure that you're comfortable with what's being said, because you aren't obligated to still jump into something if you feel like it's not for you, even if it might not be uh, it, just less than perfect or what have you. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. What, what about you, Prashar? Where would you find dates? Well, you know, so I'm a little more seasoned. Um, I remember my BGC. BGC was it's Black Gate Chat. Um, was it the brown or the blue version? Of it? it was the blue version. It was it was way back in the day. We used to say it was brown before. That was before me though. Yeah, um, I don't remember. Maybe it was brown. It's been so long um, because it it was some. Um, it was some uh, Adam for Adam, some BGCs. It was some of everything. So it's funny you say that because I. Pablo, you asked that because when you said Tinder, I'm like, what is Tinder? What is Tinder? But I remember Cardi B's song when she's like, looking like a right swipe on Tinder. I never yeah. knew. <laughs> so that shows that that age gap right there. But no, um, I've had my experiences in you know dating apps, and I feel the same way, Evan. I feel like um, if you can meet somebody in the grocery store, and they can be just as wrong for mm -hmm. you, uh, but yeah. you can meet somebody online literally because they're a few feet away from you and. Although the original reason why you got together might have been on a hookup, but it could turn into something else. So um, I, I don't think it really matters where you meet somebody. I think it's all about mm -hmm. that communication and, and what direction you all are going in with it. Mm -hmm. So thank you for including me in the conversation, Pablo. So, <laughs> yeah. Just because you're moderator don't mean you're safe. You can okay. these questions. <laughs> so we talked about online and you know meeting online. Do we think since then? Oh, hey, hey Jeff. Jeff. Hey. <laughs> we you, Jeff. So we talked about some meeting up online and what that looks like and as far as dating and stuff like that. How do we think COVID has affected that? You know, whether it's online or whether it's meeting in person, how do we think just dating in general, COVID has affected that? Oh, I feel like 
<laughs> like, I didn't stop. Like, I'm sorry. Um, no, I think it's affected it tremendously. Like, I mean, I have friends that are still like in the dating process right now too, and like it kind of put a halt on them because um, they're a little more cautious, like of who they want to meet up with. Um, they're also like asking like screening questions too, like, oh, like were you tested for COVID or like are you having any kind of symptoms? Um, I kind of think it's my fault too because I'm kind of like make sure you ask them. Um, but <laughs> I, I think that it has put in, it put this uh, big old damper on things. So. Yeah. How about you, Evan? Um, I think it's it's definitely made people more cautious. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, let me just give you a little bit of honesty here. My relationship actually started during COVID. Um, I, I would definitely like to just say that I don't think that COVID had a lot to do with it. Like, um, but it definitely made it harder kind of coming back together because I I, I work for Metro. You know, I'm kind of um, I guess at, at risk to an extent, and he kind of does similar work. So. Um, let me not lie. We we both got together, and, and that's what it was. But we knew that we were together, and we um kind of have been just together. I, what, what what's my answer? What am I saying here? I, anyway, <laughs> so uh, for other people for other people, I would definitely say, of course, you want to make sure that you are not putting yourself at risk. There is a lot of misinformation out there. It's a lot of confusion. Definitely, um, there's a lot of co- confusion out there. But you want to just make sure that you are comfortable with it. Right. Yeah, and I also, I'm sorry, and I also feel that it kind of changed the way uh, we would do things normally. So I feel like people they still meet up, and that's totally fine. Um, mm-hmm. But they kind of take alternative approaches to certain things. So as opposed to going straight for like kissing or frenching or spitting, uh, they may do other things like mutual masturbation or doing things that may be a little socially distant, like watching a movie together or something. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that it has to stop right then and there. But it just you have to find different ways to do certain things. Right, right. Nice answer, gentlemen. So I have a friend who's actually in this place where he's super, super cautious, where he's not in this place. He's a super cautious person. Um, and since COVID, he has not dated, hooked up. And if he's watching, <laughs> bring it up because I always bring it up. And I'm like, you ain't did it yet? Like, dang, you ain't going to date nobody yet? Um, and his, his reason is, you know, we're it's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. And I'm like, well, you know, if we were having this conversation two months ago, maybe in, in March or April, I could understand. But we're in July and it doesn't seem like anything is going to change at this point. So my question to him was, so what do you do? Do you not date anymore? Do you not hook up? Um, and then I even start throwing out suggestions like screen them when they come in the door. You know, like we can get you a little thermometer. Get a little gun, a little thermometer yeah, gun. <laughs> get a little temperature and everything. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, you know, is your life going to stop? You know, are you not going to engage or meet up with people? I can understand some people probably won't, but I, I, I do believe that we adapt, you know, just yeah. like other, we've had other, HIV has happened. HIV isn't a pandemic, but look how long it took. But we're in a different place even with that. We ended up adapting to it. Now you have people who, whereas maybe 10 years ago, they were it was so stigmatized and there is still stigma around HIV, of course. Um, but a lot of people are informed about it now. A lot of people know about you equals you. And there's so many uh, things out there, uh, new medications that has changed things, the way we look at things. So I, I do believe eventually we'll get past this just like anything else. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we should uh, read one of the comments here. It, um, it's from Keith Black Dupree. Says, okay. I make all my Jack and F buddies sanitize their hands when they walk in before sessions. Yes. Uh, threesome with Miss Corona. 
Okay, okay. Thank you, Keith. Yeah. It just popped up for me. Sorry about that, Keith. Thank you no. for sharing that intro. And we're loving the comments, y'all. So for those of you all who are watching, if y'all have some tips, hey, 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 Marisol, if you have some tips, please drop them in here. If you're having some experiences that, or have had some experiences that's related to this, drop it in here. We want to hear from you as well. He said, be at adult bookstores with face masks and hand sanitizers now. Mm -hmm. fact, you, know, you, you adapt. Some, for some people, and to me, I'm like, live your life. Live your best life. Live it the safest way that you can. Um, mm -hmm. Nobody's expecting Please, you. For the love of God, do not mistake the sanitizer for lube. Oh. Just don't. Don't do that. Turn the light on. Just turn the light on. Turn the light on. So then with COVID, though, how for you all, well, I know y'all are in relationships, so it may be a little different. So tell me about some of the experiences maybe that your friends or people you know may have when it comes to the hooking up with the face mask and the social distancing guidelines and stuff. Um, how, do, how do you all think that affects uh, dating and, and meeting? And, and it doesn't mean like a hookup. It can mean like meeting at a coffee shop and sit outside and, and talk. Yeah, I was literally going to say that, like, some of my friends right now, like, they're a little more intentional with where they want to go. Um, so they'll go to restaurants that have, like, outdoor seating um, and, like, the seating arrangement set up to where it's, like, people are sitting at every other table. Um, so that way they're at least socially distant away from other people, but they still are at least near each other in a way. Um, so, yeah, they're just being a little more intentional with where they're going and how they're meeting up. Okay. Anything, you know, notice it, Evan? Um, one thing I'll say that it's more... Um, it's more concerning, I guess, is that a lot of people just haven't, they haven't taken precaution to, to any of this. Um, not to say they haven't taken any precaution, but when it comes to hooking up, that, that just has not changed at, at all. Um, I mean, they may still meet up with the mask on, but they may still have unprotected sex or even sex with a condom with the mask on. I mean, that's a, a, a slight barrier, but it's, it's not protecting against the coronavirus, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm protected against certain things, but not coronavirus. I, I mean, those, those are really the examples that I had, and I'm pulling this more from um, like Facebook groups with other, um, you know, uh, black uh, MSMs okay. that, that are in that as well. That's kind of pulling from that. But um, yeah, I just have seen it, in, at least that's just, of course, a small sample size, but I am seeing an overabundance of individuals who seemingly to me have not been taken precaution. But uh, like Pablo was, say, uh, was saying, of course, you, you can kind of take those baby steps in. And it might be a lot better for some individuals where they may have rushed into a relationship or rushed into sex. They kind of just, COVID may have um, kind of caused them to take it a little bit slower, which may ultimately uh, build a better relationship. So, I mean, COVID, of course, it's kind of crazy right now, but it would be good just to kind of take things slow and um, just kind of build it in a, in a different way. That's just what kind of... I agree. I agree. Okay. So Jeff says, I met my current lover through an app four years ago and we still see each other every couple of weeks, but didn't go for about 90 days, March through May. Okay. Okay. So you are adapting, Jeff. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. And congratulations. I hope everything's working out well with you and your partner. Um, so Evan, to what you were saying, um, as far as how some people may take precautions as far as wearing a mask, but then we get there, we have to take the mask off anyway, um, or may get there and still end up having unprotected sex. So it's almost like, okay, I wore my mask here, but I didn't wear a condom. Um, so what do you all think about that? You know, as far as, cause I'm a big, 
uh, fan of harm reduction. I think it is very challenging once you even get to a point as it relates to sex to have those conversations about sex prior to having sex, right? So if I'm hooking up on an app, let's say I'm on Grindr and I'm talking to somebody, we know a conversation is just so good until you bring up those questions about testing or until you know you bring up the questions about a condom, depending on who you are and how you respond and, and carry on those conversations. What would you say to people who are challenged with that? Whether it's about talking about COVID and asking a person, you know, have when's the last time you've been screened or did you have a fever or anything like that? What would you say to people who have problems with that? Or I, think, I think it's a lot easier to share your status first before asking them to share theirs. So it's kind of like a, I'll show you mine if you show me yours kind of deal. Um, I've learned well working in prevention, we do talk a lot about HIV um, disclosure. Um, so one of the biggest tips that I found out was if you disclose it first, it kind of puts a responsibility in somebody else to disclose right after you because you've shared that part of yourself with them. Um, so I think maybe just um, kind of being honest with them up front, whether it's about coronavirus symptoms or anything like that, um, hopefully in return, they would also return that. Nice, nice, good one. Um, when, it comes, when it comes to COVID, I think that not necessarily a trick, but one thing that you could say honestly is you could just throw it out there. Um, if, if, it's, if you're the type of person who is kind of nervous about it, you could really just throw it out there and say, have you been tested? Mm -hmm. um, ask the question. They don't know what talking about coronavirus or um, or HIV or, or, you know, STDs or what have you. So if you just throw that out there and they kind of give you some pushback or you like, oh, I was talking about COVID or and then kind of just maybe still ease it into uh, mm -hmm. sexual health conversation. But um, I do think that the times that we're in may not necessarily make it easier, but that is one cheat code that you can use and just kind of throw it out there. Have you been tested? And if they give you the uh, negative for HIV, positive, or what have you, if they answer that question first off, of course, that made it easier. But again, if you, if there isn't any trepidation in you about it, you kind of use that and uh, kind of start from the COVID and then ease your way into it. So I think that's kind of one one quick tip if um, if that is helpful. Good tips, good tips. I like that. I, I, what I'm hearing, I'm hearing conversation starters. I love to to start a, like something that just starts something, like a conversation. Just drop a little nugget or something, and it's like, oh yeah. So about that, you know, whether it's a piece of clothing or something like that, it'll start a conversation. Somebody might say, what is that, you know? And you're like, oh well, you know, this is a pin that I wear because I get tested every year or something like that. Um, and Pablo, same thing you were saying. Show me, I'm gonna show you mine, and then you show me yours. I think that also cuts off some of that uncomfortability that people feel sometimes in talking about some of that stuff. So if you come out the gate sharing a little bit about you, they may feel more comfortable. Yeah. Okay. So y'all, let's go back to some of the dating questions. What about favorite places and activities for a date? What would y'all suggest to ask? Favorite places and activities? I definitely like to be active. Um, my partner it likes to eat a lot. So the restaurants is always a, uh, a plus, but Things like Top Golf, I like to I like to go to Top Golf. Um, I fly, go karting. Um, I haven't been like rock climbing or there's like this place called Triumph. I would like to go to so, activities like that. Something I can I can be active with my partner. That that's always a go to for me. But uh, but again, that is just me. Like I said, my partner does like to uh, sit down and eat more. So uh, restaurants is all. But that's like a go to. Who, who doesn't know about restaurants? when it comes to dating. <laughs> like I love drinking and dancing. So I would love going to a bar. Um, I also want to see what kind of drinks you like, because if you 
order a specific type of drink, I might judge you. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, I do like to move around. So I think anywhere that has a dance floor is probably like my go-to for like an ideal date. Um, or just going back to your place and watching a movie. Cool, cool, cool. I like that. It's a little variety of everything. Yeah. <laughs> is that a week problem? Is it like a Netflix and chill type yeah. of thing? <laughs> so, yeah, I think even with, um, with stuff that you don't even have to pay money for, because honestly, I'm a little frugal um, and I like to not spend money. So if you want to do stuff like, like I'm big on the water, if you want to just kind of go to the beach, take a, uh, take a bottle of um, whatever to the beach and just kind of chill, relax, have a conversation, and um, maybe it'll lead into kind of uh, those sexual health conversations, which which you probably wouldn't have to have right before the sexual activity, but you can have it on the date a little bit easier over wine and on the beach and things of that nature. Just going walking on base or if you're here locally, also um, uh, yeah. for free. Yeah, I was literally going to say too, like now in the age of coronavirus, it's also a lot better to like be outside. So even <laughs> going to like North Straw Park or going to like downtown, the pier just opened up in St. Pete. Um, so just being outdoors and taking your food and your wine outside. That's perfect. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of the same with both of you all. I, I think Evan, I'm between you and your partner, I'm a big foodie. So um we could we can go somewhere where food is, we can eat inside. I also like being outside too. I found that uh we went and did tree tree hoppers a while ago. I thought I wasn't gonna like that, but I love it. I actually like tree hoppers, it's like climbing up in these high trees, it's like obstacle courses and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a cool. giant rope course. It okay. works you out. Oh, okay, okay, that's what I was talking about. I think um, it's just called tree hoppers. Yeah, tree hoppers. But I think you all have a few of them up here in the Tampa Bay area, like places um, like that. So it might be another one that you might have went to. So what about who's picking up the tab, y'all? Who gonna pay for it? We. Um, I was gonna so, say I. I usually pay for it. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh my. I think it's also a good thing to kind of like split it too but if like splitting is kind of awkward um I think it's like a nice like little stepping stone to kind of like set up the next date so saying like oh I'll cover this one if you cover the next one um so kind of like setting it up there just so you have another date with them if you like them that much all right How about yeah, you? pay it but unless they offer first and let them pay it don't 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 ever let them say though that you pay this one and I'll get the next one. You always don't ever fall for that shit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, me and my partner, we actually just um, alternate. So if we go out to dinner this week or this day, you get it the next time. We just kind of alternate. It just seems easier that way. Splitting it always, I feel like I'm going to be at the restaurant for another two or three minutes trying to split. And I always be like literally trying to split when I'm done eating. So <laughs> eating uh, works definitely better for me and my partner. Yeah, I agree. I think it um it makes it, I used to find it to be uncomfortable when I was dating um to get to that point because it, it's just easier to, for me to just say I'm just gonna pay for the bill because I don't want to get to the end of the day and we're both sitting here feeling all awkward and stuff like that. I'm just gonna pay the bill so we can go. So now in my relationship, we just do the same thing. We alternate. If I paid for it last time, you pay for it this time. It makes it easier. We don't have to worry about it. I also feel like it gives you bonus points for paying for it too. I'm like, oh, you can pay for it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> so speaking of paying for, what about the most expensive date you all have been on? Um, I went to, let me see, what's it called? It's Texas Day Brazil in Tampa. And like, I mean, my partner and I were both vegetarian, so like we didn't even eat meat there, but it was like $100 for like a salad bar. 
Hold on. <laughs> Listen, I know it's a steakhouse, I know, but they have a really good salad bar there. Like it's they do. They do though. Okay, okay. Okay. So I you just... went for the salad bar. You didn't walk in and was like, oh. Yeah, no, it wasn't a surprise. No. <laughs> no, we knew. <laughs> That's just too much That's meat. Too. That's too much meat floating around the place to be just eating a salad. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm... Smelling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my most expensive day, I'm I'm sitting here trying to think like what may have been most expensive. I, I'm I'm a cheap date, um, which is probably why he's with me. Uh, I don't know. It, it would probably have to just be something that we did like over the weekend, like uh, going out of town and spending some money doing stuff. But mm -hmm. I think of any like, oh, it was Friday night. We went to Texas Day Brazil, and I was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't think of anything like really expensive that would have anybody like oh i want to do that but maybe in the future <laughs> okay okay so i used to be an expensive date i used to be um but my partner i wouldn't he's i wouldn't say he's frugal i think he finds it challenging he sees it as like a challenge to find something cheaper so like he'll find a coupon or he'll find some type of discount some way or something and he just likes doing that so he's helped me learn how to be a little more selective in where we go. So now I'm a cheap day. I'm a cheap day with expensive taste. So, um, so oh. the places we go to um, will be places that are like big places, but for some reason we'll have a discount. His mom works in hospitality as well. So we would do like a universal day and we would do like magical dining in Orlando and like, and magical dining is a month in September where you can go to like all of the expensive restaurants and so like restaurant row and buy Disney and stuff like that for like a $30 tab so he, we're very calculated in how we go out on our dates and stuff like that so that's how i can be a, a cheap date with expensive tastes <laughs> i think i just thought of an expensive restaurant because we, we actually do go eat into a lot of different places have y'all ever heard of um so of zeros mm -mm. i've never heard of zeros um it's in it's, it's on in south tampa oh no it's on it's right off Bayshore, which i think is still south tampa but it's kind of like a it's a speakeasy okay. um, and it's you got to have a, have to have a password to get in uh, to make your reservation or what have you. They, the password changes like I think every day, um, and that was really fun and it was expensive. So and I don't know if it's just because I'm cheap it was expensive, but that I think was actually um, pretty dope. It's called again it's called Ciro's if y'all if it's open and if y'all want to um, y'all go to. I will look that up. So what about the worst and the best date experience y'all have ever had? I think I've been pretty lucky with all my dates because I haven't had a terrible date. Um, but I did have a friend share recently that uh, they actually went on a really terrible date because um, the guy that they were with, like, they got there to the restaurant, they sat down, and he just kept looking at his phone and laughing to himself, but not acknowledging her the entire time. So it's just like, yeah, that's kind of weird okay. and awkward. Okay. Uh, but I would say my best date would be, it was actually recent as well, um, because my partner and I, like, I mean, I think when you hear date, you think of like people who are like starting to date and like they're trying to like find someone romantic. Uh, but we still continue date nights in my relationship too. Um, and we actually went to my favorite restaurant here in St. Pete. And then afterwards we met them or we met our friends at a bar and we just ended the night drinking and dancing. Cause again, I love doing that. Um, so that was like my favorite night ever recently. So that was it. I'll say my best day uh, was um, I should go back. The partner that I'm with right now uh, that I said it was is it's new. It's actually we've been talking for a, a, a minute. So it's new with regard, with regard to having a label mm -hmm. um, or a title. Uh, but 
a while back, he and I went to, it was uh, like Orlando for his birthday. Okay. I was kind of like did a lot of, uh, like we went to I Fly and just kind of like spent the, uh, pretty much spent the whole weekend together. And I would say that was probably my best day. I had a really good time with him. And uh, my worst date was, oh, probably like six, seven years ago. Um, the individual is just rude. He's one of those rude to the server type individuals and that does not fly with me at all. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. I hate it. It's um, so embarrassing. Yeah, I'm like, and I just, I have to look at this person like, I really don't <laughs> My first time going out with him. So yeah, he was rude to the server. And then um, he he seemed to be really clingy because again, still on our first date, uh, we ended up going back to his house. And this was again, like six or seven years ago. This was before um, legal uh, gay marriage was legal. Okay. Uh, it was like state by state so um he's sitting there on his phone and he, all of a sudden we're watching tv and all of a sudden he goes oh we can get married in this state and this state and this state which i mean true or what have you but i just met you i just met right you. I just met you and then he got a facetime from his friend it was like oh he puts the phone all in my face and i'm like all right i'll never i'll never oh my gosh <laughs> um so yeah, that you never <laughs> I don't even know why I continued the day after the watching the server, but I mean, whatever. I, I didn't have anything else, anything else to do that night, but that was the worst day. It happens. Well, happy you made it through it. <laughs> yeah, and then you knew what not to look for afterwards. So. <laughs> right. right. So let's switch gears, gentlemen, if we can. Um, let's talk about that get ready process. So you got a date, you know, and, and, and again, date, like you just said, Pablo, doesn't mean it has to be when you're just starting out dating. It can be with your partner. Um, it can be, you know, current dating right now. When you get ready for a date, what does that process look like? Um, I think for me, I immediately think of like the outfit, like what do I want to wear? And usually uh, for date nights, I love wearing dark clothes. I mean, I'm wearing dark clothing right now. Um, so I always go with a dark outfit. And nice. then you have to have a playlist ready too, because you want to make sure that you have like the tunes ready to get you in the mood. Right. Uh, so usually for me, like it'll be like pop music. So I love Kim Petras. I love Gaga, um, but I'll also listen to like R&B and even like rap and hip hop. So also have City Girls on there too. I've been on a really big City Girls kick lately. Okay, and, City Girls. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, you definitely want to have a playlist to kind of get you in that mood for dating or a date night. Gotcha. How about you, Evan? Um, just with regards to music? Um, no, just regards to the, the process of getting ready for the day. Okay, so um, I know when I know when I know it's date night, when we both know it's date night, me and my partner, we'll definitely be just kind of texting about it throughout the day. I'm not necessarily really saying what we're going to wear, but just how excited we might be to go to the restaurant that he wants to go mm -hmm. to. But, um, that night, I, uh, I definitely have to have my music playing. Um, I'm going back and forth between like uh, reggae, um, Hip hop, uh, R&B's, if like some Nao, Big Crit, uh, just just things of that nature. And um, for me, I, I definitely always want to, especially if um, if this is me outside of the relationship and it's somebody new, I I'd be nervous. I definitely have to wear dark clothing because I have high and I'll be sweating. So um, <laughs> one of the dark colors aren't bleeding through uh, with any bright clothes or I, my sweat. I'm not sweating uh, through any bright colors. So uh, 
probably going to have to be something dark on those first couple of dates. Uh, once we have, we're established, I'm wearing all types of colors. You finna see me sweat. You finna get all of me. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Um, just kind of, I don't do the whole thing or like, how does this look? With, uh, uh, I'm actually really not uh, a fashionista. I like to say fashion Negro, but that's that's just me. Um, <laughs> huge into clothes like that, honestly. So I, I just I just try to make sure that my assets are kind of on display as uh, as good as they can be, and um, and whatever cl- whatever clothes that looks like on my body with, with a dark shirt, that's that's what I'm wearing. On the, uh, I just want to make sure I look decent enough to my uh, next to my partner because my partner does like to dress a little uh, a little bit better or uh, what have you. And I just want to make sure I'm not looking at a mess next to him, but I want to make sure I'm, I'm comfortable. So just something. I'm- <laughs> It's some short shorts. I put on some short shorts now. I make sure my legs are strong. I love legs. Come on, leg. You got to make sure I put the assets on display. Nice. Show <laughs> going home with later. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much how I do. Just that definitely got to have my music going. Maybe something's light to drink uh, before I get started. And um, and yeah, just kind of go from there. Yeah, yeah, I was literally about to say like a glass of wine or a glass of champagne <laughs> or something like you know loosen <laughs> up. Um, and then I'm also like a very strong believer too in like there is no like formula for like what you need to wear on a date night or what you're supposed to look like. It all just matters on what makes you feel the most comfortable and the most confident. So again, like you want to make sure that if you look and feel confident in your outfit, everyone else is gonna see that too, and that is what makes you most attractive. So yes, yes, yes. I love it. So, I, so in my relationship, not a fashionista, but I would be considered the fashionista because I'm more into the fashions of what we're going to wear and stuff. So I basically dress him most of the time, too, because he it's not that he doesn't care. He just doesn't put as much thought like I'll go the extra mile. Like I'm like, these shoes look better with this. And he just he gets a little like, oh, well, I didn't think of he, that. He, so, he, I, he, right. so I'll take the lead on that. But I'm definitely turn the music on, have my glass of wine or whatever it is in there. I'm walking through the house with my towel wrapped up on my head, like I got more than like fantasy. Yeah, I'm probably the one that's gonna make us late. You know, he's like sitting there, like you know, we got reservations for eight, right? And it's only like seven fifty, and I'm like, we'll be there in just enough time, you know. So, um, but it's different depending on where where we're going and what we're going to go do. So we talked a little bit about the get ready process and we kind of covered the how we get into the mood piece. Right. So take me if you can take me a little further back, not in the relationships that we're in now, because I know it's a little different for preparation for dates when we're when we're in the relationships we're in now because we're more comfortable. But if it was like a just beginning date, let's say this is somebody that you're into, somebody you're, you're actually getting your nervous sweats for because I, I i can feel you on that evan like it's been many times i've been running to the bathroom to take my shirt off and get caught with it up underneath the dryer trying to get my, trying to get my armpits together and stuff um, so you know let's say it's a per- this person who you really are interested in seeing and you're you know hype for the date and stuff like that how do you mentally prepare as well as physically prepare i think mentally prepare first you got to send a picture of this person to your friends just to kind of get that confirmation that yes, I'm making a good decision. Like this person <laughs> is okay. No, because you have to have your friend's approval before you do anything. Right. Else. Um, and I think once you you know cross that bump, that is it. Like you'll feel a little bit better because you're like, all right, my friends approved. Cool. Now I can you know ease my way into it. Um, and kind of giving yourself a little pep talk. You can do this. You got this. Okay. Um, that's a good question. How do you how do you mentally and physically? 
Um, I mean, that's definitely a great point because I'm, I'm going to show my friends who I'm going out with for safety. Right. And does this look right for me? Right. <laughs> um, what, what do I do to mentally prepare? I, I want to like think about that for a little bit because I, I, I think honestly, all my mental preparation likely will come beforehand uh, with regard to me even asking somebody to go out. And I'm kind of outspoken or what have you, but I am shy when it comes to like relationships or what have you. So right. if, I, if I am even at a point to where we are going on a date, I have gone through months of mental torture, trying to make sure that I at least present myself um, a certain way to try to attract this person. So right. good question. I, I literally have never thought about that. I, I don't know if I really answered the question now, honestly, but but just to say that is a good question. But um, to prepare physically, um, just kind of what I said before, make sure that um, I'm switching out deodorants. I always have to do that to make sure I'm not building up or resist uh, uh, whatever the word is for it. Um, and I was going to say something else with regard to physically preparing, but I'm going to leave that joke uh, just for y'all to try to think of if y'all can think of the job. I already got it. So, um, <laughs> so for me, mentally, it's the same thing both of y'all have said. You know, I, I'm already here mentally because I'm going on a date with this person, and if this is a person that I really like, more than likely I'm nervous, so I got to get my friends to weigh in on this. Um, hopefully I don't get one of those texts back with disapproval because I have before, you know, our friends are like, you okay? And I'm like, what do you mean? I just sent the picture to do. They're like, that's why I'm asking. Are you okay? Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this probably not the one. Um, but, you know, then I, I get that approval. And then when it comes to the physical part, of course, what you were thinking of, Evan, but then it's also more of what happens if things do get physical um how do i prepare for that so i used to try to like trick myself up in certain ways because i know i'm gonna have my drink because i know i'm gonna have my drink or three or four um i'm not gonna drive though but i know i'm gonna have a drink <laughs> of five um but knowing that that it could be something that's going to happen how can i prepare for that so i would always do something like stick some condoms somewhere bring my little bag i used to have my little bag that i used to a little overnight have. bag a little overnight bag i called it something else but my little overnight bag um, <laughs> You know, you tuck that away. You have all your little stuff situated and stuff. There you go. <laughs> my little, my little old bag. I'm gonna call it my old bag. That's my old bag, right? <laughs> but, but really and truthfully, that was something that was taught to me by some friends. That because you never know what the night was going to entail. You know, and oh, it's coming down out here, y'all. I'm sorry. I hope y'all don't. Do y'all hear that? That I, like, hear, you know, I, I hear it over here now. Um, but yeah, you never know what was going to happen. So I would, Same you thing. know. Pack that bag. <laughs> Just <again. laughs> okay. So we talked about anxiousness. We talked about nerves. Y'all kind of answered some of what we are already going to get ready to go into. So the how do I look? What you wearing? What are your thought processes behind what you wear? So Pablo, you kind of started a little bit because you said you know you'll wear your dark clothes. Evan, you even went into it a little bit too because you know you were prepared for how your body may react and respond. So is there any type of look in your head that you would have regardless of you being a fashionista evan but when you go on a date would you just in your head already envision like i know what i'm gonna wear i'm gonna give a nasty or i'm just gonna give a you know polo have you ever been like that before uh i mean frankly for me uh, again i i am not a fashionista i um i don't care so much about how i look um to other people outside of the person that i'm with but um i, I do want to like i said just make sure my main thing is to make sure that I look good enough for them. Uh, right. Playing those assets, making sure that <laughs> I'm walking ahead of you, you know what's up. So 
just to make sure that I is everything's kind of like form fitting to an extent. That's probably my um my biggest thing. But with regard to how it looks, whether these shoes would look better with this, I, I can't do so much of that because then I don't want to go out. <laughs> but okay. But yeah, like I said, it's just more of uh, just make sure I look good for my partner and I and I know what he he wants to see. So. Right. So we did get a comment that came in and um, I just want to make sure I read this off. So to Rico, shout out to Tariko. He's also one of the prevention and sexual health uh, uh, workers over there in Tampa. He said, please pack lube, condoms, fleets and breath mints. Yes. You want to be prepared in all areas. Thank you for that, Tariko. We kind of forgot that and left that off. All right. So. Um, Pablo, did you get a chance to go? Oh, no, not yet. Um, but usually whenever I go out or if I'm thinking of like a certain uh, outfit, usually my mind always goes to eye catching. Like I always want to wear something that is going to turn heads or I always want to wear something that I know I feel my most confident in, mm -hmm. which is something that's sparkly, something that gives me height, momentum, drama, the flashing light, like all of it. Like right, <laughs> right, right. Um, mainly I just like looking like I don't know, some kind of like trophy, like a prize yeah. for yeah. myself though. I do it for me. I don't do it for anybody else, but <laughs> I think um, that comes second. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. I, I think I'm the same way too. I, I want to turn so many heads that he even is like, oh yeah, I know I got one. I know yeah, I got the one. Like, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. So tell me about y'all smell good. Your smell good and your accessories. Let's just group that together. We're going to talk about every because we're talking about our ensemble, right? So we don't talk a little bit about our outfit. You know, what's your, what your shoes going to give? Because I know one of us definitely on on this uh, chat goes hard for their shoes. You already know, you already know, Tariq. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Tariq will come in. Pablo keeps a bad shoe on. Yes. Tell us about that, Pablo. Um, so I love wearing heels. So a lot of my heels, um, they are no less than four inches in height. They have to be at least four inches. Um, they yeah. usually have to have something kind of like sparkly on them. Um, and they're just really fun to wear. And they make me feel incredible. And they make my legs look really nice. So Nice, nice, nice. And I can attest. Well, I, I haven't worn the outfit yet. So. Right, right. So I can, and I can attest, like, I work with Pablo. So I see him when he comes in. He does not play. When he comes in, he goes for blood. He does an amazing job. And when he says four inches or higher, oh, I think that's an understatement. I mean, he's like <laughs> almost up there with God sometimes. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> so how about you, Evan? Um, so again, not not a huge fashionista. I don't, uh, when it comes to clothes, I don't really get it. Um, and shoes especially, I don't really get into all of that too much, but I definitely want to make sure that I am clean. I want to make sure that I am thoroughly bathed. When it comes to, you had reference uh, smell goods, I um, I like to put on my uh, my cologne with um, non-scented lotion. So I just uh, like put some of my hands, spray the lotion in it, making sure that my whole body kind of smells good or what have you, and uh, put it on those hot spots like behind the ear, just mm -hmm. The nape of your back? That's the nape of your neck is the phrase. What's the the smaller your back? Whatever that. But the girls used to have cramp stamps. Just kind of in those areas. So I, I, if nothing else, I'm gonna smell good. I ain't gonna look like nothing next to my partner. But I'm gonna smell nice if nothing else. Nice. You just gave me some tips just now, Evan. So I'm uh, I'm let you know I'm gonna try some things tonight. We're gonna see what he got to say. But um, <laughs> you know, I'm definitely that person too. I'm I'm big on my smell good. So you know, when I'm when I'm walking around with my with my hair wrapped up. 
you know, and my towel wrap around. That's normally when I've gotten out of the shower. So my pores are still open. It's been steamy. I take my lotion. I put my fragrances on mm -hmm. and I like to let it just sink in. For some reason, I think that's like the time where that where it's really setting in yeah, or something I like that. Like the best time to put it on or something like that mm -hmm. is when, when you're out. Now, mm -hmm. I actually have a question. Like, what about those or for people who may, like they may be crunched on time, they don't have as much time. So okay. they're running around all day and they have a date later and they can't necessarily go home and go through their whole, you know, date oh. ritual. Like what are some tips that you could give to some people who, you know, need to get ready on a crunch? Maybe some women. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah um, I would say reschedule. They just like, nope, you better make some time because I'm, I'm big on stuff like that. So I'm, I'm sorry. And I, and I know it happens like that. Um, Tariko said, put some Tom Ford, some Dior, some Bath and Body Work burden scent on that man. And then the skirt might fly. The skirts might fly up. <laughs> OK. Um, well, uh, shout out to Sarico for that comment. I'm big on, on fragrances and how I smell in my hygiene. So I don't think I would be able to do it, but I do understand how a day can get by. You know what I mean? And, and you got so busy and things were happening. So if I still had to go on a date, I probably would dumb the date down. When I say dumb down, I mean like it would go from being up here type of date to just kind of being down here. Let's just roll through somewhere, grab something to eat real quick, and we can, you know, go to the house and watch a movie or something like that. So it doesn't, it gives me more time to still freshen up because the worst thing could ever happen is they get up on me and they smell a little bit of all day on me or they smell outside on me, I will lose my mind. <laughs> Some people like all day or outside, though. True, true. Some people require it. Yeah. I just never end up with those. Let me smell you. Yeah, I guess I just never end up with those types, or maybe I'm just not attracted to those types. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, and that was one of the questions, too. Like, do you go all natural, or do you prefer fragrance? I mean, so do, do, do you all feel a way about either of those? Well, me, I um, I like to smell good. Um, I do like the natural scent of an individual who may have. Okay, how do I say it? <laughs> I get it right. I get it right. I don't. I don't need. I don't need three days worth of. Gotcha. Understood. Okay. okay. Just your natural. Oh, you know, I just been out running some errands. Yeah, you know, just the, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, you know. Right. Yeah. Well, um, so let me say with that, I am a fan of a person's natural sense. So like I, I know how my man smells. So if I can walk in a room right behind him and be, is my man in here? Because I know I just... <laughs> let me explain. <laughs> right. So I, I get that, Evan. I do like you know, a person's natural body scent. Um, But when we're going on a date, I need you to tighten up for me. I need you yeah. to change like where we yeah, okay. I, I think it depends on the circumstance. Like if it's a, if we're going on a date, okay, yeah, you need to smell a certain way. Mm -hmm. But if we're just home and we're chilling and you smell like you, then yeah, that's okay too. Right, okay. So let's switch gears into some safety. Now, Evan, you hit on this a little bit before when I asked you, how do you get prepared mentally? You know, and you, you, you share that, you know, I would share a picture with my friends, you know, and let them know just for safety where I'm going, that type of stuff. So how are we, ensuring safety when we go out on our dates. And when I'm when I'm talking safety, we're gonna roll a little bit more into um, the next level safety too. So let's start with safety on being in a safe space or people knowing where you are in the event that something happens. We know people, we got some crazy people out there. So how do y'all prepare for that? 
Oh yeah, there's so many ways that you can have your friends know your location. So whether it's like find my friends on iPhone, which is standard on all iPhones, um, even on Snapchat, you could even share your location with everyone, not even just your friends, but everyone can know where you are. Um, so it's a really good way to make sure that people know where you are. Nice. And then also sharing that person's information with your friends. So this is that person's number, this is their name, this is their Instagram. Uh, that way, if I'm not responding, 10 hours from now, you at least know this person's information. Right. Yep. How about you? Eric? And, and in addition to that, um, when it comes to getting to that location, if it's a um, situation to where you guys might be riding together, like they're picking you up from your home, definitely make sure that if nothing else, you have at least enough money to get an Uber, um, the ability to uh, call an Uber with your phone um, to mm -hmm. get away if need be. You don't want to kind of be mm -hmm. to, uh, to anybody else's ride, especially mm -hmm. when it's um, early with like a first date. Um, so yeah, that with the safety, um, I think that was the, the main point that I had on that. I felt like I had another one, but I lost it. But it was very important though, what you just yeah, said. Yeah, I think that was the biggest one. Uh, definitely yeah. want to make sure that when it comes to getting away, if you need to have a uh, plan A and plan B. Now, it's been a while because I'm a little seasoned, like I said, but I do remember in like some of my younger years, I remember my mom used to always tell me, you know, I don't care where you go. You better know how you got there, know how to get back out, you know, because sometimes people get in cars. My partner's one of those people who get in the vehicle and just does not pay attention to anything. They're in their phone. They don't know how you got to where you are. And if you had to get yourself back out, you're not sure. So I'm, I'm always particular about that. Um, but I'm also that type of person, like, I'm going to take a picture of this tag and I'm going to send it over. I'm going I'm to try to see if I can get your blood type if I can. I want my <laughs> friends to know or whoever I'm letting know um, where I am. I want them to know as much information as they can. Now, I will also throw this out there. I'm going to give you all a little tip. If you're going to share your location with your friends, if make sure they're either that friend that you want to keep sharing your location with or remember to turn it off. Because I'm going to tell you, it happened one time. I shared my location, forgot to turn it off. My friend texted me. I was somewhere. I had no business. They said, oh, we back again. I said, oh, how did you know where I was? It was like, send me a screenshot. <laughs> so, you know, remember to do that. Uh, See, you enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, resting my uh, right. You would have been like, no, nah, that ain't me. It was frozen from the last time. Right. My phone, <laughs> I my phone over there or something. So then let's go into the next level of being safe. Um, when when have you or when should you bring the intimacy into it? Like, and when you do, how do you prepare for that? I think there are multiple ways. I think it's very unique to each specific person because intimacy can be okay on the people, whereas other people may need more time to feel more comfortable with that. Um, but there are various ways to prepare for it. Um, I know one thing that people don't necessarily know too well um, is that internal condoms can be placed um, inside the vagina or the rectum for a few hours before even having sex. So that's just one way to ensure safety uh, without even having to, I guess, ruin the moment with uh, mentioning condoms right before sex. So that's just one way. Good point. Good point. That was a little tip, y'all. Make sure y'all run with that. What about you, Kevin? And, um, I mean, when it comes to being safe, um, well, you can definitely one thing that I want everybody to know is that you can get on prep. Uh, mm -hmm. Uh, pre-exposure prophylaxis, something that you can uh, take preemptively. It is a daily regimen. It's a, um, you can take that preemptively to protect against HIV. Um, at least. It does not protect against STDs or STIs, but to protect uh, against HIV and kind of um, assuage any anxiety that you might have about that and stay protected in, with, in, with regard to that, you can always um, get on PrEP and make sure you're taking that every day. Uh, yes. So 
kind of remove some um, uncomfortability when it comes to that intimacy. Uh, again, when it comes to um, it's kind of you want to definitely know who your partner is kind of um, more than on a surface level so that you can uh, can you can be opening yourself up physically to them. It, it'll be e easier to open yourself up to them physically when you do have some type of mental connection. Right. So, um, I think that just kind of working on that, uh, getting to know that individual can kind of make sure that you are as comfortable and safe as possible as well. Love it. Love it. And my piece is always uh, in the time that I've, I've worked in, in sexual health or worked in uh, community health, I would say uh, HIV has really been my thing. Right. So working with people living with HIV. So whether it's been my professional experience or my lived experience with HIV, um, I've found that not even that I found I always try to give tips around preparing for intimacy when a, from the pr perspective of somebody who's HIV positive. Um, when you're talking about intimacy, you know, disclosure has to happen. So fact for people who live here in Florida, there is a law uh, that people living with HIV must disclose their HIV status with their sexual partners prior to sex, regardless of whether you're having full out intercourse or not, regardless of whether they're at a higher risk to contract the virus or to get HIV or not, right? So with knowing that that law is there, that adds a lot of stigma to it. So knowing that that stigma is there, it's going to add a lot of pressure and stress on the person living with HIV, right? So I could have went on three or four or five dates and really be into this person, but now I know this person is ready to move on to the next level. And that means I have to disclose something. Now, for me, I might have disclosed a lot earlier because I'm one, I like to just rip the band-aid off. So if, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Uh, but for other people, they wait a little longer because some people, they're like, I want you to know more about me before you know something that I am living with or something I'm managing. But um, I like to give tips to people about that. That's where I get like the conversation starter. You know, when you're meeting with these people, not even at the time of intimacy, but prior to see what they think about it, you know, ask them something about testing, um, whether you ask them, you know, do they have a their favorite place where they get information or condoms from or something like that? Tell them about Metro. Um, find some way to have that conversation because it's so important that you do have the conversation and you're not put in a place where something happens and you have not had that conversation. So this is a reminder that at Metro, we do have groups for people living with HIV. We have a group called Positive Impact where we discuss all of these things. We discuss getting prepared for dates and disclosing and managing the stress. We talk about managing HIV, being on medications. It's a lot of stuff that happens in that group so that we discuss in that group. So if you're interested in it, check out our website, Metro Inclusive Health, Metro Inclusive Health, MetroTampaBay.org. Um, and on there, you can hit the prevention sexual health tabs and get all the information about our groups, testing, you get a prep tab, you'll get a lot of information there. And y'all don't forget that we have free condoms there all the time, all types of condoms. So always check them out. So um, as we are getting ready to close, did you guys have anything else that you all wanted to throw out there as far as programmatic stuff, any shameless plugs that we want to throw in there about our programs or services? Oh, yeah. So I actually wanted to go in and say that if any of you are interested in dating and seeing people again, and it's been a while since you've been tested, uh, we're still offering free testing at our locations in Tampa and St. Petersburg. And it is appointment based only. So make sure you call us and our numbers on our website. I um, mean, you'll be linked to either me or Prashad or anybody else in prevention, and we can schedule an appointment for you. Um, along with that, if you enjoyed the conversation that we had tonight, uh, we do have our uh, monthly meetings at City Mix, where we just talk about uh, lots of things like this and related to sexual health. Um, and it's on the second and the fourth Wednesday and Thursday of the month. And as Prashad mentioned, you can find more information on that um, on the website too. Yep. 
Evan, you got anything for us before? Uh, just to reiterate on, on prep again, uh, again, that is a, a daily regimen that anybody um, uh, pretty much over 100 pounds can get started on. So um, if you do want to get on prep, you can come to, we have four different locations right now. It's Clearwater, Newport, Ritchie, um, Ebor City, and what's the fourth? Uh, St. Pete, did I say St. Pete? I don't think you did, but no, you, you said it. Now you just said it. Yeah. yeah I just, <laughs> So um yes, give me a call in, in the Tampa office. That's the where I that's my location, 813-232-3808, extension 3502. Um, we are utilizing telehealth services as well. So if kind of being in person is something that you have any trepidation about, we can offer telehealth services, uh, send you a rapid HIV test uh, if need be to your home and kind of do things in, in that way as well. So uh all about um, being safe, staying safe, uh, telehealth or uh, in person. So give me a call if you want any prep. And uh, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Okay. Okay. And, you know, um, tonight this has been a very uh, fun and informative conversation. Um, it's been awesome. And, you know, we need conversations like this. We need one another in these very difficult and trying times. So if anybody who's watching feels very moved and y'all feeling generous or you really want to see more of these programming programs happening virtually, please, please, please. You can always uh, give us a text at the number uh, text Metro at the number four, four, three, two. So if you are feeling generous, like I said, you know, go ahead and drop a little donation. We like the kind that jingle, but we much rather have the kind that fold, um, because that's preferred to y'all. Um, but no, seriously, we are grateful to have anything. Um, and for others who may be looking to donate in other ways, you can check out our website. Um, yeah. And that's really about it. We're and, asking Char, just to, just to jump in, it was a uh, four, four, three, two, one. I, I want to jump in, but it, it was, there we go. There we go. Four, four, three, two, one. Sorry, y'all. It's yeah, also signing at the bottom of the screen too. If y'all see that there, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, that's why y'all so amazing, right? That's the reason I was here. <laughs> okay. So we want y'all to stay safe out there. Um, make sure that y'all staying updated with the latest information around COVID. Wear y'all masks, please, and keep your sanitizer with you. Sanitize your hands and always stay safe. All right. We had okay. such a great time tonight. Make sure you.